0: Good morning, class. Morning. <laughs> Hi, I'm Keith Moore. Welcome to Faith School. Faith School is the place where our faith gets fed, our spirit grows stronger, and we learn how to be overcomers. And we've saved you a seat right here in the front today. Uh, got it all nice and ready for you. Got up here close where I can keep a good eye on you. Make sure you're not uh, distracted. And uh, paying attention. Because uh, this Christian uh, life is not just all God's responsibility. He's given us responsibility to learn how to hear from Him, to follow Him, to respond to Him, receive from Him. And He's ordained that we be overcomers. Hallelujah. More than conquerors. And this is done, the Bible said, what is the victory that overcomes the world? It is even our faith. So let's pray. Let's release our faith and get our faith, as we said, fed and built up today again and come up a little higher, maybe a lot higher today. Are you ready? Father, in Jesus' name, we agree together as touching this, asking you for the anointing, for utterance, for answers, for direction. And we purpose to be doers of it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you would go to the textbook again, Hebrews, the 10th chapter, Hebrews chapter 10 and verse uh, 35. We've looked at this scripture uh, all this week. And if you have not been with us, then uh, go back uh, and get the previous broadcast. Won't cost you anything. They're available. Use the information on the screen and uh, learn how we got to this point today in uh, Hebrews 10 35 it says cast not away therefore your confidence which has great recompense of reward confidence is another word for faith Uh, and he said don't cast it away with understood subject is you you are not to cast your confidence away So that means you can. It's our choice as to whether we do or not. And he's he's encouraging us, don't do that, because if you do, you will be forfeiting great, or as the Greek word is, megas, mega, reward. Does God have mega reward for his people? He does, and it's not all in uh, eternity past this life. There's reward here and now. And then and there. He said, uh, don't cast away your confidence. has great recompense of reward. For you have need of patience. That after you've done the will of God. You might receive the promise. Yet a little while. And he that shall come will come. He'll not tarry. The just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back. My soul shall have no pleasure in him. So here. Faith is contrasted withdrawing back. Other translations say, uh, if he shrinks back, my soul takes no pleasure in him. Another one says, if he withdraws himself. Another one says, uh, I'll not be pleased with the one who turns back in fear. And so we saw studying previously this week, the, the account Jesus gave of the man that got up at Midnight, went and beat on the door and asked his neighbor for some, uh, some food. And he said, the man did get up and give the man food, but he didn't do it just because he was his friend. He did it because of his importunity, the King James says. And if you look that word up, it literally means without bashfulness or shamelessness. Why did the man get results? Because he was bold enough and forward enough to march right over there in the middle of the night, beat on the door at midnight and ask. And the Lord's, the very next verse, his summarization of what he just said was ask. Ask, it'll be given. Seek, you'll find. Knock, it'll be open to you. For everyone that asks receives. He that seeks finds. To him that knocks, it shall be opened to you. And you'll see the Lord is encouraging us. Don't just sit at the house and wish you had some bread. (laughs) Get up. Get moving. Get out there. Knock on the door. Knock. Ask. Seek. Every one of these are action words. Go with me, if you would, to the book of James and notice what James says about this. The Bible said, in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. We've seen this already in half a dozen different places in the word. Here's another. James 2 and verse 20. James 2 and 20 and I'm going to read this in the, uh, the new century version. The new century. Verse 14 says, my brothers and sisters, if people say they have faith, but do nothing, their faith is worth nothing. <laughs> he said, uh, can faith like that save them? A brother or sister in Christ might need clothes or food if you say to that person, God be with you. I hope you stay warm and get plenty to eat. But you do not give what that person needs. Your words are worth nothing. In the same manner or the same way, faith that is alone that does nothing is dead. Someone might say, you have faith. But I have deeds. Show me your faith without doing anything, and I'll show you my faith by what I do. You believe there is one God, good, but the demons believe that too, and they tremble with fear. This is saying some of the same thing we've been reading in our text. Uh, Hebrews eleven six says, without faith. It's impossible to please Him, God, for he that comes to God must believe that He is, is, He exists, and that He is a rewarder of those that diligently seek Him. Seeking Him is an action. Seeking Him is doing something. It could be in what we'd call prayer. It could be in fasting. It could be in seeking Him in the Word. It could be getting quiet and spending some extra time focused on Him. But you're not doing nothing. You're doing something. And you wouldn't be doing that. You wouldn't be seeking Him if you didn't believe He existed. But also, you won't do it very long unless you believe there will be a response. I will get answers. You know what Jesus was saying? Seek. And what's the next part? You shall find. Well, how how is the Lord so confident? How can he say it? Just definitively, you will find. Because he's going to cause you to find. (laughs) That's how he knows you're going to find. Because he has committed that if you believe him enough to do something, to act on that belief, he is right there. And He's going to respond. And if you're looking for something in Him, He's going to see to it that you find it. And if you're knocking on something to to have an opening and access to do what He's told you to do, He's going to see to it that that door flies open and stays open. (laughs) And is He well able to do it? Do we have a God that can cause us to find what we need and provide what we need and give us the opportunity And the open doors to accomplish, not just, you know, make a name for ourselves, but accomplish what he wants done. Accomplish his will and his plan. Well, you see here then he's saying in James that if you say, I believe, but there is no acting on that belief. Then like the King James says, that faith is dead. Or is this... uh, translation says if, if a faith faith does nothing, then it's worth nothing. It accomplishes nothing. This is some, we need mind renewal in this area. Much of the body of Christ has seen faith as their theological position. What faith are you? And so people's mindset is, well I hold, to this uh, set of beliefs. Well, what do you do? <laughs> is the next question. Oh, I I hold to these beliefs. If you don't act on any of those beliefs, that faith is worth nothing. That faith is dead and will produce zero results. And as we read uh, earlier in the week, we looked, I, I read verse after verse, in Hebrews 11, that people did something. You know, they gave, they sought, they, Abraham left, uh, they offered offerings and sacrifices, they, they did something. Why would they do it? Why would Abraham leave everything he knew and go out into the unknown? He had to believe that God would be with him. He had to believe. God had caused him to find where he's supposed to go. He had to believe. If he couldn't have been convinced to leave, that would prove he doesn't believe. He doesn't trust. You know, when I get to thinking about this, I I see the picture of a a little child, maybe uh, on the side of a swimming pool, or maybe on the low diving board, just first learning how to dive or to swim. And you got mom or dad out there in the pool. (laughs) <laughs> and they're going, okay, baby, jump. M- Mommy will get you. Daddy will get you. Come on. Well, how do we know if that child trusts mama or daddy? It's not hard to discern. If the child hangs up to the board and goes, daddy, I trust you. I really do. <laughs> so so, so, jump, baby. Uh no, but I trust you. I do. I trust you. Can, can you see? It's just not true. It, it's, it's saying you believe, but no action is a dead, non-productive faith. It's a faith that'll never get an answer to a prayer. It's a faith that'll never receive a healing. It's a faith that'll never uh, receive anything to pay a bill with. The faith that gets results is the faith that acts, a faith that moves. It doesn't please God when we pull back, draw back, cower back. He wants to see somebody get up at midnight, (laughs) waltz right across the street, through the sprinklers in the lawn. The lights are dark. Everybody's been asleep for hours, but he wants to see a faith that'll go, hey, hey, it's me, Joe. Joe, get up, get up. <laughs> <laughs> and just be bold enough to ask when other people wouldn't ask. Do you remember the scripture also said, in you have not, why? Because you ask not, you have not, not because God's too busy, not because God doesn't want you to have it, but because you're not bold enough. You know, God didn't give us the spirit of timidity, the spirit of fear, but the spirit of power, of love, and a sound mind. I mean, the spirit of power... Will cause you to be strong and stand right up. The spirit of love, you know God loves you, you don't have to be afraid of Him, come right on up. The spirit of a sound mind, I'm not confused, I'm not cowering, I got peace, I can come right into the presence of God, I can ask, I can receive. Why? Because that's my daddy (laughs) sitting on the throne, that's my father, I'm his child. I've been recreated. I've been cleansed by the blood. i got a right to be here. All these things I'm wanting, I don't have to try to talk him into. He's already given them to us and he's made them available. I just have to have enough boldness and enough strength to stand up and to reach out and to lay hold. He said, faith that does nothing is worth nothing. He said the demons believe in God, but it doesn't do them any good. Well, we don't want demon faith. (laughs) Saying, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, but never acting on it. That's the same faith demons have. We don't want demon faith. We want the God kind of faith. And the God kind of faith, if you read the kind of faith Jesus operated in, you read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, where he tells people again and again, your faith made you whole, your faith set you free, according to your faith be it done. What did these people do? What did they do? The man with the withered hand reached out his hand. The woman with the issue of blood pressed through the crowd. You see the same thing we've been talking about all week. You see the same thing that you see in Hebrews 11. These people did something. When the Lord would say, get up, take your bed and go home. What'd they do? They got up and took their bed. And when they acted was when something happened. Now we looked at this earlier in the week and I want to I look at it again. Back over in Exodus where we saw that the, uh, the Israelites had been delivered out of Egyptian bondage and had come out healed and with silver and gold in their pockets. But now Pharaoh has done it again. He changed his mind. He said, no, I'm going to go get them. And this time I'm going to put the hurt on them. I'm going to take them out. And so his whole army is pursuing them. And they think they got them because they're up against the Red Sea and they can't go forward. Now they're closing in from the rear. They can't turn around and, and get back out. They're boxed in. They're closed in. And so the people, the scripture said the people were crying out, you know, in fear. They're crying out to Moses. They're crying out to God. And the Lord answered them in Exodus fourteen fifteen, And he said, Why, this is the easy to read translation, why are you still crying to me? Tell the Israelites to start moving. Uh, The CEV says, why do you keep calling out to me for help? Tell the Israelites to move forward. The Living Bible, and I like this one, it says it like this. The Lord said to Moses, quit praying and get the people moving. (laughs) Forward. March. <laughs> the reason I like that is because dead faith won't move. And so many times people have thought, they've tried to say it's all up to God. We're just waiting on God, waiting on God, waiting on God. We're just praying and believing. Praying and believing. But believing isn't static. Believing isn't stationary. Believing moves. There's a time to quit praying and move. And if you just keep praying after the Lord's told you to do something, then you are refusing to act, which it's being revealed you don't trust Him enough to jump off the diving board. <laughs> you don't trust Him enough. Uh, instead of going, you know, I, I trust you, Daddy. I trust you, Daddy, but I'm sorry. I just can't jump. No, you don't need to keep going on and talking about it. Just jump. <laughs> and everybody knows, right? You have faith in Daddy or Mommy to catch you and not let you drown. You, had, you proved it by what you did. That's what, he, that's what you see in James. He's saying, show me your faith without what you do. In other words, you can't. I'll show you my faith by what I'm doing. Well, this is how miracles happen. Do you remember that at the wedding feast of Canaan, which the Bible said was the first miracle that happened in Jesus' ministry, and they told him, you know, we're we're out of wine. And Jesus' mother turned and looked at the servants and said to them, whatever he says to you, do it. And, you know, a little bit after that, he told them to go take the water pots and fill them with water. So they did it. They brought it back. He said, take it and serve the governor. So they did it. And the miracle happened somewhere in all of that. The water was turned to wine. Now, there's people that don't even believe that. But if you don't believe that, then you don't really believe in God. You don't believe the Bible. If you believe in God, you have to believe in miracles. You have to believe in things that can't be explained by a scientific method. You you have to believe in things that can't be seen under a microscope or through a telescope. If you believe the Bible, you believe that there is a God, there is a being who transcends (laughs) the laws of physics, the laws of nature. He, He created everything that we have found out about. But most of what exists, we have not yet seen and found out about. Even science is telling us this, that there's most of what's out there, they call it dark matter. You can't see it. Well, that's what the Bible said. It's made out of things you can't see. But how do we uh, re- receive a miracle? Or how is a miracle initiated? You see it right here. They were crying. They're begging, no miracle. They're pleading, no miracle. What does the Lord say? Quit crying, quit praying, (laughs) get moving, forward, march. Why? Why? Because they thought they were waiting on an answer. They're not. They thought they're waiting on God. They're not. There are people that think they're waiting on God to save them today. They're not. He's already done everything that needs to be done for the new birth to occur in their life. Here's the thing. God has already moved. Now it's our move. And as soon as we move, He moves. What do you mean? What do you mean? As soon as we move, He moves. What happened when He told them, quit praying, quit begging, quit crying and move? They did. They did. They started moving towards the Red Sea, and as soon as their feet got into the water, it things began to happen. Things begin to change. As soon as they started moving, the wind blew, it blew the the waves up to the side. The Bible said the the heart of the sea was congealed, it got cold, it 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 froze, and, and the water was a wall on both sides. This is a miracle. This is a miracle, no matter how you want. There's a lot of people who don't believe it. But I believe it. I believe in the God who created all these things. And certainly he could do it. He could cause a wind to blow. He could we've seen strong winds push water aside. <laughs> and if it's cold enough, we've seen water freeze. Shouldn't be that, that big of a stretch. Wind move the water, the cold froze the water. And they go through on dry ground. When did the miracle happen, class? When did the miracle happen? When they moved. When they acted. You'll see the same thing happen uh, later in the Scriptures concerning the river Jordan, that it was flooded and there was a time when the people were they couldn't get across because of the flood, and the Lord told them, go across and lead with the preachers. <laughs> So the priests, they took the Ark of the Covenant and they started there. And, and, you know, it was so swift that everything tells you as soon as you get, you know, knee deep or something, that water's going to sweep you away. You and the Ark, everything is going to be gone. They're not going to see you again. But once you've heard from the Lord, it's not time to pray. It's not time to beg. It's time to whatever he told you to do, do it. And the Bible said as soon as their feet got into the water there in the River Jordan, the waters that were flowing down stopped, and the waters that were here just kept going, and the ground opened up. This kind of thing you see in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. When the man had had the withered hand, Jesus called him up and said, stretch forth your hand. Well, I used to think that meant extend your arm that's not what he said. Stretch forth your what? He can't do that. But the moment when he made the effort, oh, saints, are y'all with me? The moment when he made the effort to do what God told him to do, when he got to the end of his ability to stretch out that withered hand, he met the power of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And a miracle happened. People are hungry for miracles. We ought to be. God's a miracle God. But we've got to stop being passive. We've got to stop leaving everything up to Him. We've got to stop drawing back. God didn't give us a spirit of timidity. He gave us the spirit of power and love and soundness. of mind. He gave us the spirit of faith. He gave us the spirit of the overcomer. And by this spirit, we will rise up. We will lay hold. We will overcome. We will please our God. Hallelujah, said out loud, I'm a faith child, I'm a faith child. Of, a faith God of a faith God and an overcomer I am. An Praise I am. God. Well, that's it for faith school today. We'll see you next time. Walk by faith. Well, I've really enjoyed being in faith school class with you this week. Uh, let me encourage you to go back to the archives and get the uh, previous messages from this week and also previous weeks and previous months. Um, It'll never cost you anything. You can watch it or download it for free. And the reason we can do that is because we have partners that support the ministry. And uh, just wanted to remind you and make you aware of this. The scripture said, Jesus said, if you sacrifice anything for the kingdom of God, In in Mark 10, 30, you receive a hundredfold now in this time, houses, brothers, sisters, mothers, children and lands with persecutions and in the world to come eternal life. We've been able to provide everything in the ministry at no charge because we have, we call them word sender partners who support the ministry. And if you appreciate that and if you've received from it, you can become a word sender partner today as well. There's information on your screen there. Contact us. Let us know if you're joining up with us and the rewards will be great. Praise God. I'm Keith Moore. We'll see you next time in Faith School.